Hi, my name is Janelle Engelstad, and welcome to the MAP Radio Hour, a Make Art with Purpose podcast. The MAP Radio Hour includes conversations with creatives, scientists, and other people addressing the intersection of cultural, political, and environmental concerns. You can find out more about MAP and our projects at makeartwithpurpose.net. Mate Vakula in Brooklyn. Mate is an artist whose work intersects science, biology, medicine, politics, and society. And I first met Mate in Slovakia in 2006 when I was teaching a course at the Academy of Fine Arts and Design in Social Practice Arts Management, and Mate was a student in that class. So welcome to the MAP Radio Hour, Mate. Hi, Janelle. <laughs> so let's begin by talking about a project you've been doing for several years called um, Manuals for Public Space. I know you started it in Slovakia. Yes. And have done it in the States and in Poland and maybe some other places. And it's, it's a really wonderful way for community to engage with um, issues and concerns that are specific mm-hmm. to what they identify as needing to be addressed through artistic process. So do you want to talk a little bit about how that project came about? It started as a research project about public space and how people perceive, in different countries, perceive public space and uh, what does that mean to them and, and you know, trying to internationally kind of compare similarities and differences in issues in public space between different countries in the world. And it started with this idea, but slowly more and more it started because also I started to be more and more interested in uh, like a DIY bio and this necessity to actually introduce uh, more kind of uh, DIY uh, scientific tools also into the project. And uh, so at, at this point I should probably mention that uh, the, the whole project is about um, you know, creating manuals on how to improve public space or uh, the living, living uh, space of uh, people and uh, so we do long workshops on how to uh, with people you know there, there's a lot of elements we are using and trying to improve in terms of alternative pedagogy and other stuff in uh, to to develop uh, a sort of a platform which somehow produces ideas and responses to the always changing environment basically uh, that's that's where we got at the end that a lot of people started to be really concerned about public space and the environment. So right now, just to explain that the whole thing is, is just a research platform which you can actually take with you anywhere where you need to kind of research the space around you would like to recline, let's say. Right. And then you can, you can see sort of uh, in a DIY way uh, the data about the environment you are going to talk about or do the workshop on. And then we are using uh, specifically designed games. It's, it's like a tabletop game, sort of, where we visualize this data. And people who are attending this workshop can kind of enter this game and start, start playing it and putting, putting their, their ideas about urban planning. And this whole thing relates uh, to the idea of open source urban plan and 
open source architecture. So we are just kind of trying to discover these things. So, so I have a couple of uh, scientific tools, actually, DIY scientific tools uh, within that, what I call toolbox for manual, of manuals for public space, and that's for the workshops. And uh, now we are planning to expand these uh, toolboxes to other bigger cities uh, around the world and also or around the U.S. I mean, let's start small, right? <laughs> in Dallas as part of our mm -hmm. triennial and what was interesting is that working with a partner organization oil and cotton you they were able to help recruit different stakeholders into that that space of mm -hmm. they were looking at a specific intersection right that they wanted to um, slow traffic down and I know that people were really engaged and they came up with ideas and solutions and it went as far as even developing ideas to propose for, to city council for policy. And that's where the things seem to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the challenges we face sometimes as artists when we're working on these solutions, whether it's a social concern or an environmental concern. Somehow there's success at some levels. I mean, you can look at at some artists, and you can see where there's obviously been policy change or the bars move, but sometimes, more often it seems, we can't seem to get into that government or get that last hurdle mm -hmm. done where we actually realize the change that we're advocating for. I think there's a lot of value in building those relationships through the manuals workshop, but I wonder if you have any ideas about how we can then interject what we discover and learn and build in these <coughs> workshops mm -hmm. to really make change on that political level. Manuals has a history of actually really getting also things through this political level. I mean sometimes it works really kind of strange way. We did a couple of interventions in Poland and these interventions in public space late afterwards had actually real impact where there was a lack of, uh, let's say, public bathrooms. And uh, so this intervention was to build actually fake real-size concrete or brick public bathrooms in the city as a kind of a guerrilla act, which happened. And then a lot of press wrote about it, and at the end, eight months after that, the city actually built real toilets there, for example. So sometimes without the direct overreach to or, or contact with the city government, uh, it, it is working. But yeah. also there is a bunch of manuals which is kind of thinking about how to actually uh, maybe involve politicians. And uh, we create the idea and then there, it's on the people who are actually doing, who want to do that, to, to realize that thing. I mean, you know, as, as an artist, like you have to think about your role as an artist there and I mean, you just physically cannot do all of all of these projects. So that's why it's great to like start something or like spark some idea and then, but but like really carefully and consciously and and, and I mean you can you can really even 
like talk to policymakers. I I have like when I'm when I'm doing workshops. When I was doing wor <laughs> workshop in one workshop in Czech Republic, for example, there was people don't want to didn't want really to say their names, but at the end we realized that they're actually half of the people is from the city government in the workshop. And and there was like two different kind of fractions where there was like one strong fraction which was actually criticizing those people uh, from the city government and then those guys who from the city government who were trying to like change things to better. So it was really interesting. It might seem that we are only proposing things but we actually are trying to make something what really can take action. And then there is also a question of like, you know, because we are b trying to build infrastructure in, in a way to, to convey these ideas and to like give this momentum to people and we are able also to maintain this infrastructure for a little bit, let's say for a couple of months, you know, and that's the purpose of this is that we don't want to like be me or wh whoever works with me on the manuals, we don't want to be kind of the ones who, you know, the community has to be has to be those people who will start doing changes. Certainly in our modern world, especially post 9-11, mm -hmm. public space has been increasingly uh, politicized and monitored and mm -hmm. controlled and privatized and there's less freedom, even if people don't sense somehow less freedom of movement, there is less freedom in just the fact that your movement is being tracked and being uh -huh. watched through public space. There's a lot of people who, who don't care because they feel like, I think, they're getting a sense of security because there's a fear apparatus out there in this propaganda, right, that you're not safe, but if we monitor you, you're then safe. So we start to give up privacy and uh, freedom, what were rights, especially online and I, I you know online that's a whole nother thing to think about is virtual public space and how right. do we negotiate that and who controls that and the web was supposed to be this free place of mm -hmm. exchange of ideas and it never really was that entirely but 10 years ago it certainly looked that way much more than it does now and right. I wonder if any of the manuals or any of your work has addressed the issue of public space mm -hmm. on the internet yeah, so there are some uh, manuals which are actually concerned with uh, like the camera systems, for example, but not really that much on the protection of privacy online. There might be two manuals out of like 40 concerned about that because people seem not really to be concerned that much about that, which is not good, I think. Uh, why? Why do you think it's not good? Because people should be concerned about that. Yeah, because but, it, because of how we're mm -hmm. we're monitored and traced and tracked and. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At this point, I cannot really speak from the point of manuals because uh, this was like people were really most mostly focusing on physical the public physical public space, yeah. and uh, I wanted to push it into into the cyberspace a little bit more but didn't really succeed it actually. I, I was I was trying to do that for a year or so but it always just came back to this.
another project you're working on lately is uh-huh. uh, been in partnership with Sloan Kettering in mm-hmm. Manhattan. More of a biology project, really. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh huh. I'm I'm interested in uh, like a DIY scientific equipment and you know kind of um, DIY bio biology. At some point, uh, I started to work with the Memorial Sloan uh, Catering because uh, they invited me to collaborate with them. So I started to work with the Zuckerman Research Center for uh, nanotechnology and uh, uh, biological imaging. You know, I, I just like came there and then I was like observing what I can do there as an artist. So, so I, was, I was really just uh, for, for some time uh, looking at the processes they do there and what they're interested into and they are trying to develop a nanoparticle-based um, cancer drug, which kind of supposed to replace, in ideal world, chemotherapy and should, should be way less harmful. This is like specifically targeted cancer therapy based on the nanoparticle experimental drugs right now. Part of the process is testing uh, these drugs on um, living tissues, which are um, basically um, it, it is monolayer of, of cells grown in petri dishes, and then they are applying these uh, nanoparticle-based drugs onto onto those tissues, and then uh, after these drugs kind of get into the tissue, the drug is uh, originally made of two particles. One part is is, is a dye or, or a nanoparticle die, uh, and the other part is the cancer drug. At certain cir- circumstances they bind together and then the nanoparticle fakes the cell into letting it in, the drug, because otherwise the drug will not really get in, and, and then it's just there and doing nothing. So, so it's just sitting in, inside the cell, inside the, the tissue. And then uh, they basically uh, shine a laser, infrared laser with a specific wavelength onto the tissue which excites uh, this combination of nanoparticle and the drug, and that turns into free radicals, which will kill, which kills the cells. And does it kill all the cells, or does it kill just the cancer cells? Well, once it is inside, it kills most of the cells. Right. But it, they're trying to specifically actually target it onto the cancer cells. Right. So there could still be some issues with someone's immune system suffering from this because they're uh, losing good cells as well as disease cells. Well, the, the idea of this is that these will have, so a, have a specific... It's it's kind of you should kind of think about it as a key. Like the, the drug has a has a key to specific cell, to cancer cell. The drug doesn't have to the key to other healthy cell. So it is floating kind of uh, in your body, but then it targets only the cells which it gets in into them, and then uh, it can kill them. Uh, so I was looking at this process they were making, and it kind of reminded me of a uh, photographic analog process. So. I was kind of wondering if I can actually place a, a negative or a film in the middle between the light source and the tissue when, when this process is happening uh, of the irradiation. And yeah, so, so we tried that and we, we basically invented a new kind of uh, photo process where you can actually project so far yeah, black and white images onto, onto tissue. And we were testing it on a larger scale. I decided that the easiest way would be just to experiment for now with just uh, like black or white images, like just one or zero, 
textures, either black or transparent, because I mean th there we could really see the edges uh, of uh, irradiated cells versus non-irradiated. So we did this, and we had to. We was working on that for a year. We had to really figure out like what kind of drug would be the best with what type of cells, and then you know what kind of wavelength. So we had to because of this art project, we had to kind of pin down a lot of these things and then after a year we were successful in making this and it actually inspired uh, a new way of surgery there uh, which uh, right now is under development and some experiments are going on yeah well thanks Mate mm -hmm. yeah no problem appreciate checking mm -hmm. in about your projects and mm -hmm. I know you have a pretty robust website so if people uh -huh. want to learn more about what you're doing it's matevacula dot it's it's a vacula dot eu v-a-k-u-l-a dot eu okay so you can visit mate's website and learn more and we'll print that also on uh, mm -hmm. the information on the radio hour so but also soon i will be probably changing to vacula dot a-r-t okay so so yeah. look look for that either way and uh, or just <laughs> In couple of or just google mate and mm -hmm. find out what he's up to okay thanks yeah. so much thank you <laughs>